Welcome to Growth Marketing Today, where marketers, designers, and product owners level up their growth marketing chops from experts in today's top startups. Here's your host, Ramley John. Welcome to episode 117 of Growth Marketing Today. I'm your host, Ramley John. Today, I have Theodora. She talks all about team collaboration for marketing teams. Now, team collaboration is the cornerstone of any successful marketing teams. Collaborative workspace see increased levels of trust, a more engaged workforce, and improved performance. However, marketing teams can often become siloed with content teams not talking to paid acquisition teams or the conversion optimization team not talking to the creative design team. So in this episode 117, you'll learn first why it's important for marketing teams to work collaboratively in fueling the stages of the same funnel. Second, the symptoms of a dysfunction marketing team and third how to create systems to make sure your marketing team continue to work collaboratively now before we jump in i've created a free growth cheat sheet with all the actionable tips from this episode in a one-page pdf seriously why take notes about this show when you can just download and steal my notes it has all the actionable tips from this episode that you can apply to your business to accelerate the growth of your company go to growtoday.fm forward slash 117 or find that link in the description remember I will take this episode's cheat sheet away when I publish the next episode. So essentially, you have one week until I take this one away. So download it now. I also want to thank those who made this episode possible. Now, this folks help cover the cost of hosting and marketing tools so I can focus on getting amazing experts like Theodora on the show. Thanks to 42 Agency, they work with high-growth B2B SaaS companies, helping them build and scale revenue and marketing operations. That helps them accelerate demand generation and pipeline growth. To learn more and get $500 in free consulting time, visit them at growtoday.fm forward slash 42 or find that link in the description. Enough about me, let's jump into my chat with Theodora. Hey everybody, I am excited to have here Theodora. She is the head of marketing at Bannersnack. And when she started there, there were 11 employees at the marketing team and now there's 18. And we're going to be talking about the challenges of growing a marketing team and making sure that it grows collaboratively across, you know, that they're working collaboratively across the whole marketing funnel instead of like doing everybody doing each of their own thing. How's it going, Theodora? How are things with you today? Hey, Ramli, thanks so much for having me. And for the introduction, um, everything's going well so far. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. And I like to warm the conversation up usually before you said a bunch of things that you, you like to do. You said you bake, but you, you, you just <laughs> told me that you're going away on vacation right after this this podcast recording. So I'm curious, where are you going for my listeners? Yes, looking forward forward to my to my vacation. I'm going to Greece this year. Thankfully, uh, we all know it's a weird situation this year, mm. but luckily enough, I'm able to travel. And I found this only two days ago. So before, I was thinking, okay, I'm just going to stay at home <laughs> and bake some more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to some uh, to, to some sun and sea. Mm. Uh, so, is that your favorite part about Greece? The sun, the sun and the sea, or is there something else like the food, the culture? Like, what do you like best about Greece? Um, it's all of the above, actually. I like the food a lot, um, and I tried to bring some fish, you know, from there back home and cook it here in the garden, but it just 
doesn't taste the same. And I like the culture. Uh, we go there. I, I mean, we went there for the last 10 years uh, and our neighbors constantly told us that, uh, I don't know, when the revolution was happening in Romania, the Greece people. So I think it's, you know, this connection that we're having as um, nations. And even though our neighbors, for example, don't speak Romanian, they don't speak English, we somehow manage to have interesting conversations each night. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. Anyways, let's let's talk uh, about Banner Snack. For people who might not know what it is, what is Banner Snack? So uh, Banner Snack is an all-in-one design platform uh, where professional individuals and teams can uh, design and scale their design efforts. Uh, you can start from predefined uh, sizes and uh, one of our templates. We have thousands of templates there uh, to inspire from, or you, you can create something custom from the very beginning. Uh, you can start with one size and one design, and after you're happy with it, you can uh, resize it or generate it in 50 sizes at once. And you get the liberty of animating elements, uh, editing anything, add brand colors, collaborate with team members, uh, personalize your workspace with branded colors, logos, uh, share it with your clients. Uh, yeah, this is Banner Snack. Mm, that that totally makes sense. When I when I ask you to suggest a topic of what you wanted marketers to learn about this episode, you suggested that it, you wanted to talk about the struggles and challenges of managing and growing an in-house marketing team. I'm curious for yourself. You you saw your team grow from eleven uh, in, uh, marketing uh, people in the marketing team with one freelancer now to eighteen with four freelancers. What are some of the challenges that you face growing that marketing function at Bannersnack? So, um, being completely bootstrapped uh, as a business uh, means a small budget in a highly competitive uh, market. So, we need to pay uh, attention and every penny we spend uh, to drive maximum uh, return of investment. And when I say small budget, I mean it compared to other mar other big market players uh, out there. And the first main challenge was to optimize uh, what was already going on. You know, whenever I join a new project and I accept a new challenge, I um, the main question I ask is, what do you want to achieve? What's your goal? And then I just look at the data, I look at the audiences, I look at the team members uh, and what processes they have in place. Uh, I spend a lot of time reading and analyzing data. And, uh, you know, I just lay on uh, a paper. Yeah, I'm old-fashioned and I like to use the paper, the goal. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just put there the pieces and I'm I have the strategy in mind and I'm just designing you know the roadmap to achieve the goal and uh, when I joined the banner snack team I realized immediately that I'm being part of a team of specialists really one of the challenges that in market um, in 
in-house marketing teams uh, are having is lack of talent, but that's not the case here. They are really, truly specialists and I cannot praise them enough. But uh, somehow they were each specialists on their own uh, thing, you know, uh, content, PPC, SEO, uh, email marketing. Mm -hmm. And they were focused on their own KPIs. They forgot about the common goal and common vision and mission. And because of this, quite often uh, they would compete uh, against each other. Uh, SEO and PPC would, uh, you know, bid uh, and try to attract the same traffic. Uh, they were focusing on the same keywords. Uh, content was struggling because they had to support the SEO efforts and they couldn't uh, write, you know, what they think it's really of interest for our audience. And they were just, you know, so focused on their own thing that they forgot about the bigger picture. So the misalignment on the common goal and vision, I would say, is the first uh, challenge that I had to deal with. That's fascinating. And you said, is there a second challenge that you that you face in terms of um, in terms of growing that team? I had to build trust. I had to build trust uh, within the team mm. because um, they, if for example, they are educated uh, people entitled to smell a trend before it happens, you know, but because they didn't trust themselves, uh, they, they wouldn't do it. And I truly believe that you need to empower people and let them test things and uh, this is how you uh, constantly innovate and you are proactive instead of being reactive and just follow the trends and actually this is how you create demand because you can read now lots of articles about the marketing funnels or the marketing flywheels and what's everybody doing and you get lots of advices and uh, what you should you should measure and what you shouldn't measure uh, and all sorts sorts of information and i think actually this is a problem right now for the marketers just joining i don't know uh, this this uh, niche and you you Forget about what matters to you. Uh, what's your audience? What what are your company's uh, vision? You know what are your what are your company's values? And try to build around that. Try to build your identity around that. And never forget about your audience and that you're talking to people. Yes, SEO is important, but SEO uh, is not just about keywords and mm. traffic behind keywords. Uh, SEO is about engagement, you know? I mean, all the updates that, that we're seeing in Google's algorithm tell us this, you know? Uh, it, we are past the moment where content farms were thriving. You need to follow something more there. Mm, you want yeah. people to want to read the content because if you're just focusing on um intent and uh content built around problem solving uh you are just going to max out because you need to create demand and otherwise you're just basing you're just following people's intent you are not you are not in the driver's seat and this is something i had to change too and build trust in the team that they 
are uh, they have the liberty to try things. Mm, that's so good. There's so much follow, so many follow-ups questions I have for you uh, to talk about this. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about the first one about you know making sure that they're collaborative. For you know, you, you talked a little bit about it already, but for other teams, marketing teams out there, why is it important for you know the whole marketing team to work collaboratively in fueling the stages of the same funnel? And you talked a little bit about it how they were competing about keywords, but can, can you just uh, maybe summarize it for um, for the listeners so that they know this this is something they need to care about? <laughs> yeah, um, working as a team. Uh, means that you as a specialist will have to uh, are willing to lose a battle in order to win the war and there's no room for personal egos you um, you you need to have you know this unified message around the product and you need to focus uh, on the audience and constantly remind yourself about the the bigger challenges and uh, the metrics that matter because in the end, uh, we are talking about uh, revenue, churn, and profit. I think those are the most important that we should never forget about. And um, this is a common problem when specialists lose, you know, uh, this this uh, focus. And the very definition of collaboration is when a group of people come together and contribute their expertise for the benefit of a shared objective. So this is the definition. And uh, remind yourself of this definition, you as a leader, and empower the creative collaboration. And I encourage them to sit and work together so they can find solutions to the problems that uh, we are having, but without me being involved in the process. So I showed them trust. I was involved in the beginning till, you know, uh, I was sure that they understand the bigger goal and that we are in this together. Uh, but then I just encouraged them to sit together and work on it and uh, come up with it. And I implore them to analyze and find the problem, but also the solution. And uh, I think long-term, this is the best way uh, you can help team members uh, evolve. And you constantly need to remind them that you're you are a specialist, you have this, you can solve this. Just deep a little bit deeper, go a little a, a step for, uh, further. And um, yeah, I think this is what I did, you know, to give them trust and empower creative collaboration. I didn't say no uh, to their ideas uh, when their, the ideas uh, were losing focus on the bigger goal. I just asked questions on what would happen if, I don't know, this would happen, what would happen if uh, this uh, were to be implemented. Uh, is this the result we are aiming for? And again, I let them come, you know, with the answers and with the solutions and with the improvements to what they already suggested. Mm. That is a great suggestion, getting them to sit together, uh, listening, not shutting down their ideas. One of the questions that you probably get is, you know, hey, Theodora, why don't we just implement a tech stack? Why don't we just do a CRM? It'll fix our problems. Why Why can't tech solve this uh, collaboration and trust issue? 
because I think it's about uh, strategy and talent. Everybody can take the latest tool on the market, the most expensive tool. You can have, I don't know, three tools for measuring uh, SEO. You can have four tools for measuring uh, conversions and uh, revenue. But it's about the people who work together uh, in analyzing the data and in using those tools. And if you're not having the strategy, I mean, why? How, how would the tools help you, you know, <laughs> with the strategy? <laughs> because you're putting the tools in your strategy based on what you want to achieve. And this is how you get to define what tools you need. I mean, you analyze uh, what marketing channel uh, uh, loses money, what marketing channel uh, is not driving enough return of investment, uh, what mar marketing channel is not uh, performing, and why would you bring in a tool uh, that is meant for that part uh, of the channel? I mean... Again, it's about talent and it's about uh, strategy because it's people who put the emails out there and who it's uh, copywriters who write the ad copy, the designers who make the design with the ad. It's the video producers who does the video. When we come back in just a moment, Theodora shares a system she put in place to make sure that the marketing team work more collaboratively. Just a quick thanks to our sponsor for this episode, 42 Agency. Now, 42 Agency works with high-growth B2B SaaS companies, helping them build and scale revenue marketing operations that accelerate demand generation and pipeline growth. They've worked with some amazing companies like OnFleet, HubDoc, GuestLogic, Flexidate, and more. And to top it off, I actually know the founder of 42 Agency, Camille Rexton, and he knows his stuff. So go reach out to him. You can, he's actually offering a free $500 consulting time for Grow Today listeners. You can visit them at growtoday.fm forward slash 42 or find the link in the description. It'll redirect to their, this special offer. One more thing, don't forget to download the free growth cheat sheet for this episode. It has all the actionable tips from this episode in a one-page PDF. Why take notes when you can just steal mine? You can take all the actionable tips from this episode and apply it to your business to accelerate the growth even faster. You can find the link in the description of this show. Download it now before I take it away because it'll only be up until next week. Enough about this, let's jump back in my chat with Theodora. Mm, that that makes sense, and you know, I, you you have you have such great suggestions, and I just want to kind of wrap it up into one package for, for my listeners. What what kind of systems again did you and processes did you implement so that you can overcome um, and making sure that people are collaborative? And one of the things you mentioned was getting them to sit together and solve problems. But like, if you can just summarize it for the listeners, like here's what you can do to make sure that this doesn't happen in your company. Yeah, so um, as I already said, the first mm -hmm. one would be empowering the creative collaboration. Mm -hmm. uh, the second uh, thing uh, was to bring in-house the um, things that we uh, were... Uh, uh, so, 
I, I brought in house the things uh, we miss the most and were consuming lots of our budget, like outreach and link building and was out of our control. And uh, I empowered the team to come with creative um, with creative ideas on addressing real issues instead of focusing on measuring everything. So if you're following the classic uh, marketing funnel, as I already said, you're going to max out because mm. you are uh, you have demand, you have performance in mind. You don't actually create demand. So you need to create demand. And for example, in March, uh, one of our companies, values uh, is about having a gender equal workplace. And we had a campaign that has nothing to do with selling banner snack, uh, had nothing to do with the product. It was about not only marches about her and about uh, celebrating women all year round. And we did this by uh, launching the uh, second season of our drag and drop podcast where we talked about empathy and we chose uh, powerful women in leadership roles uh, who talked about how empathy is important in their day-to-day -day work. We made a piece of content uh, where we asked again really really uh, powerful uh, women designers about their struggles in their leadership roles. Uh, None of these pieces of content had the purpose of driving revenue, but they created demand. Why? Because uh, people were coming to the Banner Snack blog or to the Banner to the Banner Snacks uh, podcast page, and they weren't having a problem. I mean, they didn't know that there's another way where you can scale your design efforts. They came because we addressed real issues. So we cre we created demand, but not based on intent. Mm, that's so good. That's a, that, that's a good uh, point. Another thing that we did was to move uh, PPC budgets uh, where we were attracting traffic that was irrelevant and made uh, the PPC spend uh, to be profitable. So I I just optimized the budget and I didn't scale it till it wasn't optimized because I think one mistake is scaling something that it's uh, not working. Those are some great, really great advice. Um, I love how you you know talked to a lot of different ways to, to to do this. I'm curious, what was the results now that you've implemented this? Like, what are some of the uh, tangible things that you're now seeing with the team, with um, with marketing results, and other things? So the fir the very first uh, result is that uh, I don't have frustrations in my team. <laughs> That's a good one. That's always a good one. Yeah, and. Uh, People constantly come with uh, new ideas, and I'm I'm really happy because they are really creative. Uh, the second effect was lowering the cost of acquisition mm. and uh, making PPC campaigns profitable. Interesting. Uh, yeah. The other effect was that our uh, traffic increases, you know, constantly increases, uh, but this year it increased more than ever and that we are attracting more uh, relevant traffic. 
And uh, because I was mentioning earlier the campaigns that didn't have anything to do uh, with driving revenue, uh, they drove revenue uh, even though this wasn't intended at, and they were really, really profitable because we just wanted to promote them, you know, so more people know about our action because we are really proud of what we do. That's the, the, and, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to tell you about our first, uh, first season of, of our podcast. Cool. And yeah, this is uh, another value. Uh, it's empathy and we value our uh, customers a lot and we have lots of and lots of uh, customers that have interesting and they have uh, a country a remarkable contribution to the markets they are in and we wanted to give them the environment to show you know what they are doing and we didn't ask them to talk about Bannersnack and how they are using Bannersnack to uh, save money and save time and uh, scale their design efforts, but they naturally did that. You know, they, the first the first season wasn't about us; it was about them showing them off and what they are doing. But they we treat them with the respect, and they showed us respect back. Mm. That, that totally makes sense. No, th those are some great results. I, yeah, I don't know if you can share this. Uh, if you can quantify exactly how much your BPC went down by, like, give me percentage base, even like eighty percent, or uh, I'm not even sure. But if you can qu quantify the the PPC results or even the the traffic, what what have been that quantifiable like part of the the results of collaboration? Yeah. So. Um... If, for example, before uh, we were losing money through our PPC, now for each dollar spent, we are bringing uh, $1.5 back. That's cool. Uh, yeah, the traffic increased by 70%. And we are, uh, I mean, our success rate in link building is about 14%, which is in this niche a lot but uh, now we are attracting lots of natural organic links uh, we don't have to reach out that much that's cool that's great that's great uh, results that you know just by focusing on team and and encouraging them to to experiment and work collaboratively you can you know, other teams can hopefully get these results because this definitely marketing is a team sport right it's not like a, a solo yeah. like mission that you're supposed to just go out and and be like James Bond <laughs> and do your thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. And you, we have constantly remind ourselves that the market is changing, the audience is yeah. changing. We need to be flexible. We need to be open-minded, and we need to adapt. Hmm, that's so good. That's why collaboration is so important because uh, I mean, by collaborating within the team and by learning to listen to your teammate, you actually learn to adapt to the market and listen to the market. That's so good, so good. And I, I just want to start wrapping up. I have uh, three final questions. One is, if you had, what would be your one or two piece of advice right now to marketing leaders? So this could be CMO, director of marketing, head of marketing, VP of marketing, like any marketing leaders, what would be your one or two pieces of advice? And it could be about anything. It doesn't have to be about collaboration. 
Um, don't be don't be afraid to empower your team members. Mm. Uh, this doesn't mean you are weak. Uh, actually, shows you're strong. It's good. Um, make time to listen to them outside of work. Uh, make time to get to know them, each of them, uh, individuals as individuals. And don't just uh, lead by command. Mm, so good. It's really good. And another question I love to ask you is for. For marketers who aspire to be a marketing leader one day, I noticed you did have that progression where you're a marketing manager. Now you're leading the marketing team essentially. So, what would be your one or two piece of advice to marketers who want to become uh, a marketing head of marketing or VP of marketing one day? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think uh, I would encourage everyone to visualize themselves in this position mm. uh, make an introspection uh, yeah being in a leadership position means you you need certain skills and you need to trust yourself visualize yourself in this position visualize yourself uh, in the middle of a team of specialists and uh, be sincere with yourself and see if this position really fits you that is so good. Yeah, I, t I totally agree with with those those advice. Visualization is such a key when you're trying to accomplish something. That's what at least student, you know, marketing and yeah. people who want to lead marketing is should view themselves as as athletes almost, performance athletes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. One final question, where can people find out more about you too, Dora? I know you you mentioned that, you know, you're trying you're putting yourself out there more and you want them to follow you on link, LinkedIn, Twitter, like you have a blog, and then finally, where can people find out more about Banish Stack? Yeah, so uh, yeah, you can just follow my LinkedIn profile. I don't know why, but I'm feeling comfortable on LinkedIn and that's <laughs> the platform I'm engaging with cool. the most. <laughs> yeah. uh, I whenever I have time, I like to write uh, articles, and those can be read on the Bannersnack blog. And you can just uh, reach out to me on my email uh, address, which your your listeners can read when this uh, episode is up. <laughs> cool. All right, that sounds great. And the uh, handles for Bannersnack are all at bannersnack.com. Cool. Yeah, and all right, I'll make sure to add all of those links into the podcast page in the description of the podcast show. Well, Theodore, thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate it. I don't want to hold you back from your vacation in Greece <laughs> anymore, from the sun and the, the the sea and the food and the culture. So thank you so much, Theodore. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much, Remly. It means a lot uh, being here. And thank you for this opportunity. And thank you for considering my vacation. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> well, that's it for this episode. I want to remind you to download the free growth cheat sheet I created for this episode. It has all the actionable tips and lessons so you don't have to take notes. Just steal mine. It, you can apply these notes and actionable tips to your business to accelerate the growth even faster. You can get it at growthtoday.fm forward slash 117 and download it now. Now, get it before I take it away because I only keep this week's episode uh, cheat sheet until the next one is published. So get it now. Before we go, I just want to thank the sponsor for this episode, 42 Agency. They work with high growth B2B SaaS companies, helping them build and scale revenue and marketing operations. That helps them accelerate demand generation and pipeline growth. 
To learn more and get free $500 in consulting time, visit them at growthtoday.fm forward slash 42. Please also support me if you've been listening for some time now. I really would appreciate your support. It's three easy ways. First, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Now, that's one way that other people can find out more about the show is through more reviews. Second, another way you can help me is to tell a friend about this episode or this show. Uh, this is one way that episodes or podcast show grow is through word of mouth. You can share a quote on Twitter or LinkedIn as well. And third, join the Grow Today mailing list. You'll get the cheat sheet directly emailed to you so you don't have to keep down it every single week. You can get that at growtoday.fm. Well, that's it for this episode. Until the next one, this is your host, Ramley John. Keep safe, and as always, keep on growing. Passion, passion.